0: When did going to the restaurant become so much work? Like before you could go, you could order a number seven and you knew exactly what you were going to get. But not anymore. With these new restaurants, even the names of the restaurants are complicated. They're named things like Garage, something that has nothing to do with food. The restaurant names are bougie, and even the food on the menu is all foo-foo-y. Like, I'll have braised duck with shallots and a kale salad. Ooh, I think I'll be bad and have a seltzer. I don't think I have either, ever heard of a shallot in my life until these restaurants. I'm not even confident what food group it's even in. I didn't even know kale was a thing until a couple of years ago. Has it been hiding? Was it bio-designed in a lab when they were cloning sheep? I don't know. But I like simple food. Meat and potatoes. I know what that is on on a menu. Oh, but now restaurants want to mess that up too. It's tenderloin with potato fingerlings. What the fuck is a fingerling? Am I the only person that orders steak well? Maybe. Yeah, I am. Judge me if you will, but since COVID, who's an idiot for wanting well-done steaks now? Hmm? A taco in a taco anymore. I remember when a taco was a crunchy shell, beef, cheese, and maybe lettuce and tomato if you were fancy. Yep, I know this is the Americanized taco, but that's who I am, alright? Now it's what kind of meat, beef, chicken, pork, hot chicken, barbecue, shrimp fish with a citrus slaw and lime with an avocado sauce. What the fuck is that? People have to fuck everything up. Raisins don't go on potato salad. I'm not the first to say it and I won't be the last. What kind of monster are you? These are the people, and you know who you are, that if it's some sort of salad, you just got to put raisins in it. Potato salad, coleslaw, egg salad, That is just nasty. Raisins belong in one of two places. Kids' lunchboxes or the trash. Oh, but what about raisin cookies? Garbage. Or you could put them in the kids' lunchboxes and they can throw it in the trash. Raisin cookies are just fraudulent chocolate chips. You've never, ever been so disappointed as when you bite into a cookie thinking it's a chocolate chip? You bastards. Raisins are just grapes that couldn't cut it as wine. And then you have those people that have to ask for the vegan options. Is this chocolate vegan? I don't know. It's freaking chocolate. It didn't come from a chocolate cow. No one hunted it down and shot it. No one scooped it up out of the sea in a net. And vegans, let me tell you what. If I want to eat a burger a couple of times a year, I will. So you can quit looking at me with those judgy eyes. You don't think... Chickens would kill you if they were better organized? Thank God they don't have opposable thumbs. Birds are mean, except for ducks and hummingbirds and, well, penguins. But the rest are assholes, all right? You can't cuddle an ostrich. You can't do it. Have you ever tried to pet a goose? Yeah, I didn't think so. And some people, there's some people that won't eat shrimp. That's because they're considered bottom feeders, like shrimp. Catfish, grouper, guys named Hector. I like a bottom feeder. I mean, you can just look at some of the guys I've dated and know that. Here's another thing. There is no such thing as boneless wings. Stop kidding yourself. Boneless wings are just adult chicken nuggets. Call it what it is. And I remember growing up, I don't remember anybody having a a peanut allergy when I was a kid. Not one single kid. And now there's tons. I think peanut allergies are just made up and only a very few people actually have them. Kind of like with gluten. Is it gluten free? When did gluten become such a horrible enemy? Only three people in the world have celiac disease, so don't use that as an excuse. It's not you. When I get to restaurants, I make sure to ask for extra gluten on the side. That's as high maintenance as I get when I'm ordering on the side. Salad dressing on the side. Or else the salad comes out looking like the end of a Ron Jeremy movie. Nasty. And I grew up in the era of the cereal commercials. They were so big when I was growing up. And they always said at the end, this cereal is part of a complete breakfast. I remember hearing that. No wonder we're all fat today. Part. Part of a complete nutritious breakfast. We thought... A bowl of cereal clearly wasn't enough for a full breakfast. Part of a complete breakfast. Along with bacon, eggs, sausage, biscuits, gravy, grits, hash browns, jelly, butter, toast, milk, and orange juice. And to finish it off, a vitamin. No wonder we are all obese and pill poppers. And it's all thanks to Tony the Tiger and Fred Flintstone. It's their fault. I gotta tell you one thing, though. I learned a lot about myself from COVID. I don't know if I can go back to wearing bras and pants without elastic waistbands again. I've gotten used to farting at random without restraint. I've let my hair grow back to its natural color of purple. I've learned what dogs do all day while we're gone. Nothing. They do nothing. I've learned I have way too many clothes. I wore three shirts... And three pairs of pants the entire pandemic. I used my dryer as a dresser. I knew that when the dryer was empty, it was time for me to do laundry again. I had some lettuce stuck in my teeth the other day. You know, lettuce, broccoli, all the greens they love to get stuck in your teeth. You know what's never gotten stuck in my teeth? Cake. Not once. Not once. I don't know what it is about restaurants and bars, but it always seems... The crazy person has to come in and sit down right next to me. Never fails. Every time. Here's a teachable moment for you. I love dogs. I love them way more than most people probably. Okay. Probably all people. But I was on vacation. Probably Florida. And I was sitting in a bar one day. Just minding my own business. Having my drinky drink. And of course crazy has to roll up. And come sit down right next to me. He's got a whole goddamn bar. And he sits down next to me. And he starts out with some sort of bigoted stuff. Something about like trans people. Blah, blah, blah. So I thought, okay, you know, this is an educational moment. I'm like, well, you know, and I tried to explain to him how trans works and all that. And you know, I don't know why. I do not know why I try to reason with those kind of people. Why do I always take their bait? And then, after he gets done with that rampage, he goes into the whole, what about these people that love dogs more than than humans? I looked him dead in the eye and I said, hey, I'm those people. And if it's between my dog's life and yours, you're going to die tonight. Let's just say, not only did he get up and move, he left the bar. You're welcome. You love dogs more than people. Is that supposed to be an insult? Most dogs are awesome, and more than half the population of humans sucks. I don't love all dogs equally, though, I will have to say. Pugs, for instance, are mutant scientific experiments. I know so many people love them, I get it, but they are genetically deformed nightmares. Quit fooling yourself. It's like owning a gremlin. You can't get the the folds of their skin wet. You can't take them out if the temperature's over 68 degrees. And out of nowhere, their eyeballs might pop out. No biggie. Oh yeah, that's a thing. Let me say that again. Their eyeballs might pop out. Horror. They have breathing problems. Have you ever heard one of them breathe? I don't want a pet that has to wear a CPAP. They can have hip problems, knee problems, weight problems. It's like consciously going and buying an obese senior citizen to live you, with you in your house that sheds. And then you've got these boutique bred dogs, the doodles. We see them everywhere. They're bred with everything. That so, Sure, they're hypoallergenic, but they're mentally unstable freaks of nature. Sure, they're cute in an ADHD kind of way. And they can live to be like 12 to 14 years old. So that's like having a toddler forever. Labradillos, for instance, they can get hip dysplasia and eye disease. Nothing like a blind, hyperactive 70-pound dog with bad knees running around the house. These crossbreeds, they're just getting out of hand. There's the Labradoodles, the Roddy Doodles, uh, Malty Poos, Golden Doodles, Yorkie Poos, Schnoodles, Cockapoos, Shitpoos. I'm I'm not fucking with you. Those are real names. I wish I was making this up. I think they're all just a bunch of bullshits, but, you know, what do I know? Breeders are creating dogs that are just like little doggy Frankensteins. And breeders, uh, to me... They're just doggy sex traffickers. I watch Lifetime Channel, and I know what I'm talking about, right? Not unlike young girls. They get these dogs. They keep them hiding in a makeshift shelter in their backyards and basements. They force them to have sex against their will. Do you think a poodle really wants a big, hot, panting, drooling Rottweiler on top of her? Girls, I think a lot of us have been there, all right? Oh, The things that we'll do for a free dinner at Outback Steakhouse. But these dogs aren't even that lucky. A bowl of water, dry kibble is their entire existence if they're that lucky. Not even the least little bit of foreplay for them, right? I bet. I mean, just going to the deed. So when you're buying that cute little poo, you're a sex trafficker. I have a dog that never wants to go out. That is, unless he thinks, you know, I'm leaving alone. It's like being in a codependent relationship. I haven't taken a poop in my house alone in over a decade. Having dogs is not unlike having kids. Yet, they're way better than children. I'm not going to lie. Having a dog is so much better than having a kid. And here's why. They give you unconditional love. They appreciate you. I don't get as upset when they shit in the middle of the floor as I would a kid. And I love kids, don't get me wrong, I love them. But babies ruin everything. Personally, I've been really thinking long and hard about having an abortion. But my daughter's 27 now, so they consider that murder. Babies are a lot of work. They're born completely helpless. Human babies, born totally unable to fend for themselves. Horses aren't like that. When they have a baby, the baby flops out, boom, gets up, walks. I mean, it walks like a drunk, but it walks. Babies can't do anything for themselves. They can't even eat without spitting it back up on themselves. Adults can't get away with that. Uh, You know, they get in a lot of trouble for that. But not without being escorted out of an Applebee's and asked to never come back again. You know, it's just kind of gross. You have to baby-proof your house. You have to cover the outlets. You have to put covers over the coffee table corners. Lock the cabinets so they don't eat Tide Pods. Ugh. I only have one child, mainly because I remember how much it hurt. People that have more than one child have some sort of short-term amnesia because they forgot how horribly, excruciating, painful childbirth can be. And if you're pregnant right now, you may want to take a pee break. You're pregnant. So you totally need to go anyway. I mean, you got to go constantly. Pregnancy is living a nightmare. People talk about pregnant women having a glow. I didn't have a glow. I had that feeling of like being hung over without the pleasure of being drunk first. That's exactly, exactly true. I got pregnant because I was drunk, but that's another story. I wouldn't have kids today if it wasn't for $5 pitcher night. Uh, college, college times. I never understood people getting artificially inseminated. I got pregnant, just drunk in the back of a Buick. That worked fine for me. First comes the morning sickness. Let me explain to you how much fun that is. I've gotten up, brushed my teeth, and the saliva produced from brushing my teeth jump-started my morning sickness. So then you gotta go and brush your teeth all over again. And morning sickness doesn't happen just once or twice. Oh, no. And not always first thing in the morning. I was driving to work one morning, and oh my God, I felt that rumble. That rumble in your tummy of like, oh, oh no. So I had to pull over on the side of the interstate, run out, and just let loose. Just at that moment, a police officer with his lights on and siren blasting pulls up right behind me. I'm in front of my car trying not to hit my shoes with vomit, hoping he didn't think I was drinking at 9 o'clock in the morning, although I had before. And I'm the kind of person that doesn't like to poop in front of people, let alone puke. But instead of being embarrassed, the pregnancy hormones are just flowing through me. And as the cop approached me, all that came out of my mouth besides my breakfast was, Don't look at me! So uh yeah yeah you've never seen a cop just are you okay and I'm like get away and he runs back into his car well yeah as long as you're all right and he takes off I scared the shit out of a cop and it it felt great so that's all just in the first maybe part of the second trimester second trimester you're just starting to show people don't really know if you're pregnant or you just let yourself go which is ridiculous because that's the third trimester Third trimester, your body says, fuck it. Your belly button disappears. Then it reappears like a fat, extremely low nipple. Your boobs are resting comfortably now on your new Buddha belly. I used my belly for a TV dinner tray. I did choose to breastfeed, not for ethical reasons, but because I was broke. Breastfeeding is hard. I did not know that the baby just didn't naturally latch on. You gotta learn how to do that. That baby horse didn't need to learn, it just knew. Babies are stupid. Sometimes your milk is a little too ready. Oh my god, it comes squirting out like a lawn sprinkler. One day it just shot my baby right in the eye. Almost drowned that poor little thing with boob milk. And kids, most of us are all alike. We all have the same curiosities and fears Somehow we magically all know the same things, like the floor is lava. I don't remember ever hearing anyone say that, but as a child, I played the floor is lava. We all did. I thought I had invented it. I also played the run to and from the bathroom in the middle of the night so the murderous monster doesn't catch you. That also includes jumping onto the beds so they don't grab your feet when you are getting close to the bed. I had no idea that every kid did that too. Childhood's full of fear. Even our nursery rhymes and fairy tales were frightening. Do you want to hear the very first joke I ever wrote? I wrote this when I was about 14. It was about lullabies and how horrifying they are. Rock-a-bye baby in the treetop. What is the baby doing on top of a tree? When the wind blows, the cradle will rock. Here you have a baby in a cradle on top of a tree. When the bow breaks, the cradle will fall. Baby, in a cradle, on top of a tree, during a windstorm. And down will come baby, cradle and all. Now you have a dead baby with rubble. Down power lines, it's terrifying. Well, thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed this. If you did, uh, subscribe. Come back and see me if you want to donate money. That'd be great, too. Uh, Have a good rest of your day and listen back.